then here I go. Hey, it's the Time Pals. If you don't know what we do, we are literally the internet's first pop culture retrospective podcast. It's mainly based upon points and gut feelings, but search inside of yourself and you know it's true. I am Mike underscore, and here is my co-host, Bort Baker. That's uh, Brett Bortman Baker. What's happening, everybody? Oh, that's right. You have a middle name. I forgot about that. It's, it's a it's a Brett Hart. Brett the Hitman Hart. Brett the Bortman Baker. Come on, man. I never heard of him. Well, that's not true. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. What the fuck is that? I don't know what you're talking about. Brett, Brett Hart. I didn't spend eighty dollars on his website for a pair of pink sunglasses that I'm pretty sure he didn't actually sign. <laughs> you know, honestly, you know how I know he didn't sign it because it's written perfectly, and I forgot that fucker had a stroke. <laughs> wow. So my my other co-host today, as always, is Shadow Spartan. I didn't. Hi, I'm Shadow Spartan. Uh, check me out on YouTube. <laughs> I like I like calling him Bird Jesus ever since the Pokemon. I, I like we <laughs> should call you Bird Jesus instead from here on in. I got a buddy of mine at work that we started calling Nighthawk for no reason. He, he's not big. He is not powerful. He is not fast. He just one day said, call me Nighthawk as a joke. So now every single day it's Nighthawk. Because that's how you don't know me and Brett, but if you say that, I'm fuck it. That's yeah. <laughs> so. I like. I just like Shadow Spartan, aka aka Bird Jesus. You know, Bird yeah. Jesus works. Okay, from here on in, you're being written down as Bird Jesus. So many people are going to um, be asking about that. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna think that you're the the guy who ran the the Twitch. You know. <laughs> so just to talk about the little hiatus. Our summer break um, was basically an extended video game run for me, at least. I've been elbows deep in Remnant 2, Dead by Daylight when I can. I've, I've got Baldur's Gate 3 on the list. And I actually just got reacquainted with a game called Prey from back in 2017. Um, have you have you guys heard of it? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. I never I missed that train. I heard it was really hyped. And I just it, it's all the shits for free on the Xbox. So oh. out of boredom, I just downloaded the fucking thing, and I'm fucking, I'm having a blast. Nice. It's um, have you played it, Tom? I have not, or but I've watched plenty of videos about or, it. Or, ah, see, I knew nothing about it, so I didn't know how the whole mimic enemy thing worked, and I didn't know they're not scripted AI. So basically, if if you don't know, um, all these enemies can mimic item, random items on the ground or furniture and whatnot. So it's kind of like that hide and go seek mode. I think it was Props, Call of Duty. Prop hunt. Where oh, you prop. Just, yeah, yeah. Prop hunt. it's basically that, and they they will fucking get me. I was running away from shit as always. There's a security guard on the ground, and there's a pistol next to him. So I run around him, come back for it because I was being chased. And then now there's two. Oh. There's a pistol next to him, and another one right next to him, next to that pistol. And I had a choice to grab one because I didn't have any fucking ammo. So I grabbed one. It's the fucking alien. Of course. So of course I'm screaming in my room, and it's you know, and it's and it's and it's, but it's brilliant because there's that minute or two where you think to yourself like, there wasn't two there. You know, you're yeah. just like, wait a minute. Um, so it's it's a great game. It's definitely worth a download if it's if it's free on your service. Wait a minute. Okay. I don't know uh, how to use a gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't own an Xbox. <laughs> um, just just me staring into the void. Um, so, speaking of video games, uh, so in keeping up with the theme of video games and masking deep depression that Baker and I have alluded to with digital swords and laser guns and <laughs> shit, um, today the, the Time Pals are taking a look at World of Warcraft, our experiences, and at least for me, how I eventually ended my addiction to this fucking thing. Um, I don't know about Dom, but the question for me was, why World of Warcraft now? as opposed to a decade ago when it was actually like in the pop culture zeitgeist. And the answer for me is Diablo 4. Um, when Diablo 4 was released, it was super fun. And for the first time in a long time, it actually was a game that drew... I don't know if you guys have had this uh, before, but it drew this weird cross-section of my friends group where people that I only knew that would play Madden, people that I only knew would actually quote-unquote play Warcraft, that would play Call of Duty, everybody just hopped on this game. So for like one brief month, everybody I knew, even if they didn't know each other, was in this fucking world. 
it, it brought everybody together. <laughs> yeah, it, it blew my goddamn mind. And then Blizzard, you know, they should deserve all the credit in the world. I know there's the big, you know, uh, evil empire now, but they made a game that was one easy to understand, but filled with deep lore, mm-hmm. had an awesome, unique, you know, death metal look. It was fun to pick up and, and, and play basically. And I got worried because I knew that the next step for Blizzard based on Warcraft was that they would completely misinterpret the stuff that we enjoyed, make a bunch of fucked up changes and then anger the entire fan base which is what they just did. Yeah, with them. And if you're patch. a Diablo 4 fan, right, with the recent, with multiple recent patches, they didn't understand like why people were angry about making the game harder to progress when we were all having a great time. They, they really could have had this social wave mm-hmm. uh, that they haven't had since the first Overwatch, and they threw it all away. Yeah, they seem to, they seem to keep doing that quite a bit. Oh, oh for sure. Um, so shadow, I know you've been through the blizzard thing before. Um, do you have anything regarding like your dabble for experiences? Like just real, real quick. I mean, I've probably played like every blizzard game release, not every single one, not like lost Vikings or Blackthorn, not like the old school games, but Warcraft two was like the very first blizzard game for me. And then I played the crap out of Starcraft. Uh, all oh, I love Starcraft. Warcraft three <laughs> into World of Warcraft for a little bit at the beginning, but it wasn't until like Cataclysm and on that I played each expansion. After that, I like uh, my favorite Blizzard game was uh, the Death and Return of Superman. Does any, did anyone play that for like Super Nintendo? See, and that's Genesis? funny. That's a deep cut. I did. I did play. That's a very deep cut. That actually was considered to be a bad game too, and I fucking I don't know it. why. It's a great side scroller, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's at the time it didn't do anything new, but you look at it now with without any kind of uh, context around it. It's a great looking game. It's easy to pick up, and you play as all these different characters from exactly. The there's there's yeah. a lot of side scrollers where you play as the same character the whole game and nothing changes, and they're like, oh, "That's the greatest fucking game ever." I mean, this one you play as like all these different Supermans because you know, spoiler, Superman's dead, so all these copies come out. And you play as all these different, you play as Superboy, you play as Steel, you play as uh, the Cyborg Superman. I forgot what his name was. Maybe it was just Cyborg Superman. And they all have their own power. Cyborg, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all, they, it was the 90s, yeah. dude. <laughs> you know? Like the Eradicator. Like, I always thought that was a rad design. Yeah, rad design. Um, it's like Superman, but with fire powers. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking sick. It was fucking all Superboy was was just Superman in a leather jacket. Yeah. That's all yeah. it was. Yeah, that was the boy. <laughs> but that was the '90s. Everything was extreme. Yeah, he had the '90s haircut. I remember that. Like, dude, high- and, and you had belt buckles on everything, like over your yeah. knees, like over your elbows and shit. Belt buckles were a thing. For me, Blizzard shadows it at all. But basically, it was. Um, I played Lost Vikings. You know, I played Blackthorn, which was not a good game, but that was the like. That was one of the first games where like Columbine came into my mind because your character mm-hmm. is literally just a guy in a leather coat and a shotgun, oh boy. shoot even and shooting hostages. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you know, we, we all have our <laughs> we well, we all have we all have our phase of like I hate the football do have, team. Do we have to mention Columbine <laughs> in every podcast episode? <laughs> Only mine. So like it's it's one of those situations where I you look back on that, you're like, how the fuck did they get from those games and to now this gigantic company? Um, very brief, pre-fucking history of Blizzard. Founded in 1991 under the name Synapse Inc. I think it was uh, Silicon Synapse is what it was originally called. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, don't give a shit. They're not called that anymore. Um, so, they're, so they released a game in 1994, uh, strategy game Warcraft, Orcs and Humans, which I hated. Um, I actually was an XCOM fan, which came out that same year. And in typical underscore fashion, I attached my fandom to the wrong fucking horse. And I thought XCOM was going to be like the best real-time strategy game ever made. It's, you know, it's aliens and shit. And I'm like, this is amazing. And then it disappeared off the fucking planet. Because it was too hard for players or something. Yeah, way too hard. And that's why I loved it, because I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> and then Doom 2 came out that year. So I didn't play a whole lot of that first one, 
1995 sequel comes out uh, Warcraft two tides of darkness, which I remember always for the box art, which I always saw as, as mm-hmm. the pirate orc game. Cause it's just, all it is is pirates and I fucking love pirates. <laughs> Didn't play a ton of it. Because I was a teenager and I thought I was going to get a girlfriend that year. Uh, when I didn't. Wah, wah, wah. Right? <laughs> I played a lot of Doom 2 and Blackthorn. It's so weird. So I, after that, uh, 2002 came along. Warcraft 3, which actually is the game that I loved. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was the 3D real-time strategy one. I, in my opinion, great game. Blows everybody out of the water. Mm-hmm. And then 2004, uh, World of Warcraft is actually finally unleashed. Um, any thoughts during that time period, Shadow? Well, like I said, Warcraft 2 I played a lot of, but I was like really little at the time, so I didn't fully understand how RTS games work. I just understood, like, build this building. It makes this building. It makes units. Send those units to the enemy base. But there's, you know, oh, strategy involved. That's, <laughs> that's I didn't understand, that's... like, oh, you need these units to counter these units generally, or these units are really good against structures. Like, I didn't get that part. I would just, like, build all of them and then just send them at the enemy and hope I win. Oh, well, that's what StarCraft was. Yeah. They purposely made a character <laughs> called the Zerg just for players like you. Oh, Literally, yeah. that, it's called Zerging. <laughs> yeah, I loved StarCraft. That was yeah. That that game was fantastic, and it I, it was probably the biggest, the first big game for Blizzard. If, if yeah, I mean, or it seemed that way. It sounded like it seemed like everyone I knew was playing StarCraft. Uh, yeah, well, they learned a lot from Warcraft Two because I know when StarCraft came out, it felt like all these lessons about how to do um, you know uh, three different factions and how to balance mm-hmm. really was at its best there, in my opinion. For sure, but then it blew up in Korea in terms of uh, competitiveness. But I never never really saw it here. Not as, mu- not as many tournaments, unless it was like you knew certain people who knew about it. I, I think it, I think it depends on like where you were, where you lived. I had a friend um, from Arizona who moved to California in, in high school. And I would have thought like he was from some random town out there, but he fucking like was a Starcraft expert. And wow. I didn't, I have the only reason I could come up with when we would talk about it, because I, even I didn't play it that often, was that you have these towns and stuff where the, the internet was just becoming big for gaming. Mm-hmm. So StarCraft was one of those first games that really let you play against other players smoothly online. So he would play against people all over the world being from this little town. You know what I mean? Like, it's, mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's, there's definitely an element of like, if that's your gateway game for real time strategy, it's really easy to pick up, really easy to understand. And then during that time period, you know, fucking I'll play against somebody in a Korea, I'll play against somebody in New York, you know, it, it, it's fun for sure. Yeah, it just didn't seem to have the, um, it didn't seem to be as popular as what uh, World of Warcraft came. I remember everyone was like, well, this game is fucking great. And I remember every kid I knew was playing and That's why I was like, shit, I think I have to pick up this game because everyone played it. And I played it and I was like, oh, this is awesome. But like, we're probably within a, a year, maybe a year later, no one I knew play, was playing it anymore. Other things that happened. Unlike War, well, unlike WoW, which is like it went for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah it's still going. It's still going technically. Um, but everyone so, says it's on the decline. But I don't know if they've been just, saying they, it's on the lost, decline every year, and it keep exactly. They still have millions of subscribers. Oh, they lost a million. Well, they still got five million or something. So unless they really screw up and just kills off the community. I think WoW is still going to be around for a while. And I remember my uh, I asked my buddy, and he's like, "Dude, do you know how rich this fucking company is?" I was like, "No." And he's like, "So when it we got really popular, he was like, it costs seven dollars a month for each person to have a WoW account." He goes, "And they have twelve million people playing this game." I was like. Holy shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, they own Call of Duty now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they that's why they don't care about making the mistakes that they just made with Diablo 4. You know what I mean? If if guys like me fall off, they've got the ones that are hooked like permanently already. Mm-hmm. You know, spending their money on for fake mounts and shit like that. Which I ended up doing well, I didn't do that in that game, but I've done it in other games where I'm like, oh, I'll buy this for, you know, whatever costume, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's the kind of thing where I, I totally get why somebody would just keep dumping money at Blizzard all the mm-hmm. time. It still makes some money, so they keep giving us more. What World of Warcraft came out in 2004. I was in college from 2002 to 2008-ish. And 
the I actually had a project where we had to write short stories and stuff, and I based one story on my experience creating a character, um, and like all the random. It, 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 this now, mind you, I didn't have like a like a real uh, short story. I just wrote like what I did and what was going on through my head, trying to figure this game out. And I did really well on this. And it was one of those things where I'm like, I can't believe I spent, you know, seven, eight pages writing about a video game. It, you know, but that's, it took up that much of my life. Wow. It was, it was nuts. I, I, it's not the first MMO I've ever played. Before that, I did uh, Star Wars Galaxies and EverQuest. And I heard somebody online years ago talk about like how WoW really did kind of revolutionize a few things and kind of change mm-hmm. stuff. And it didn't, I didn't know this, but WoW was one of the first games to have actual quests. They were one of the first games to do the carrot and the stick where you have to do, mm-hmm. as far as MMOs anyway, where you have a goal within this world creating this lore. Galaxies and EverQuest didn't really do the quest line stuff. What they would do is they would just give you a sandbox and basically tell you have at it. So you would grind and grind. Mm-hmm. But at some point in time, your brain just goes like, I don't know why I'm still you know, clicking the mouse. Like there's nothing, there's no, nothing really hooking you. I remember when I galaxies came out, I remember we were just stoked. And that was one of the first, um, games where, uh, world of Warcraft had defined a genre, you know, like they, you, when you were like, dude, you, you, I can't wait. We were, I think we were living together at the time. And you're like, dude, galaxies, it's world of Warcraft with lightsabers. And I went with lightsabers. Oh my God. When does it come out? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it didn't last. Like, this, they, it, you know, you've reached a, a milestone when you have to ask yourself if, if it's a wow killer, you know what I mean? Like, can this actually kill the thing that I need dead? So I stop spending time on this fucking thing. Yeah. And, and then in fact, the alpha build of the original world of Warcraft was mainly like that. It had no quest lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the programmer's name, but a programmer who was kind of in charge to help build worlds when um, a writer, he actually was the one who first dis- discovered the fact that, hey, I can write these little stories, um, good stories in this game, give you a point A and point B, you know, give you a little dopamine hit when you get your experience, you hear the ding of, you know, leveling up and whatnot. And it puts you in this loop because you're constantly looking for that reward you know, looking for that, like, you know, like, give me 10 minutes, 15 more minutes, I can finish this thing. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if you think about it, it's, it's kind of brilliant, because if you're left to your own devices in a game like this, it gets really boring really quick. But mm-hmm. if you feel like you're actually trying to quote, unquote, accomplish something in a game that technically never has an ending, uh, that's fucking brilliant, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, there is a YouTuber uh, called Designer Dave, who's a former Blizzard employee. He heavily uh, worked on Warcraft 3, and he did a few quests for World of Warcraft. I'm trying to remember how he explained it, that it's like small groups of developers would work on certain areas in World of Warcraft and create the quest lines. And Chris Metzen, the game director, would like say, okay, so the players are going to start here. They're going to make their way over here. So you got to create a quest line that gets them over there by this level kind of thing. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just saying like, "Hey, just go here and you find your way there." Yeah, yeah. but I, I think that's how most MMOs they would just design oh, that, like levels one through two here, then ten through <laughs> yeah. fifteen here, and just hope players kill monsters, then make their way to the more difficult. As opposed ones. to uh, "Time's up, let's do this, Leroy." <laughs> <laughs> I knew there had to be a Leroy joke. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean that's a brilliant thing in itself, but no, but you're, what you're saying is right. It's like. I just remembering those other games, you would have, you would see where you were supposed to be and you just be like, fuck it. And you would just hit the auto run button and you just wait for mm-hmm. your guy to run out there, whether exactly. you were ready to kill anything or not. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially since buying mounts was like for max level players. So most of the time you're just running on your own at whatever slow oh, no, speed. Yeah. That was always, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess they wanted you to see the world. It's like, look, we put a lot of hard work into this world. But you look at all those old yeah. MMOs and you're just like, there's a couple trees here and there. This is your forest. And then yeah. here's a giant lake. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, that's why uh, World of Warcraft, they had um, all those flight paths that were predetermined. Because mm-hmm. they spent all this time designing this world that they don't want you just like skipping it. Yeah. So it used to drive me nuts when I was playing it because it would be like a, you know, 
30 second flight, which felt like an hour over like bushes and trees and, you know, mm-hmm. stars and stuff like that. But I'm always just like, I've fucking seen this. Let's just get are to you, where I Are you saying be. see the world or sea world? <laughs> That's a, off, the office joke when, when, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, the big, I forgot his name. When, uh, he's, he's trying to use less words to save time. It's like, why, why oh. use five, why would you seven word when forward do best? He goes, I take car to my mechanic and he say car no go. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I want to see world. And they're like, are you saying see the world or sea world? And he goes, sea world, you know, ocean, fish, sea world. And he goes, that dude, that's still not helping us. <laughs> so but in the, in terms of, uh, the hook and stuff. Obviously, you've got your two factions. You got your horde. You know the big nasty orcs and stuff like that. You have the alliance. You know the uh, virtuous dudes. At least on paper, right? And then obviously, when you play the game, there's all these all these uh, twists and turns and stuff that kind of make you feel that you're on the right side, which is always brilliant. Um, the other thing that was really cool was that also meant that there was a chance you'd you'd automatically have friends because you would have to group up with people to fight a warring enemy. And the warring enemy are obviously usually real players. So you you know you have to have to communicate and stuff like that. And then really with the two factions, another thing I thought was really brilliant, at least back then, uniqueness of the classes. So you had classes that everybody shared, which is what barbarian, mage, warlock, priest, and druid. And then you had the paladin that only the alliance had, mm-hmm. and then the shaman that only the horde had. So whenever you picked your faction, there was actually a little bit of strategy of like, well, who do I want to play with and what do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you, these little things, b- believe it or not, made it feel different. It made it feel like you just didn't have like a new costume and the same character. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, all, like they, they had me from the fucking get-go. You were so ready. <laughs> I just remember for me, when my brothers got World of Warcraft and I still didn't fully understand RPGs because I think I was only 11 at the time. And my brother like had to explain the different classes, like what they kind of do, the general feel of them. And I think it was when he said the warlock, oh, they can summon that giant green rock thing, the infernal from Warcraft three. And I'm like, I want that. <laughs> but I didn't understand like the whole, oh, you go grab a quest, you do the quest thing. I would just run around and just kill stuff. <laughs> So I don't know if, if you know Baker. So like a lot of these classes are obviously all based on like D and D. So like if you do your party correctly, you have like your tank, right? And your tank is the one that observes all the damage. You have your GPS guys. Like I I always played a GPS or a healer, GPS. and then you have these things called yeah, our GPS. Sorry, DPS. Yeah. See, it's it's, it's <laughs> this is a long day for me. It's like now we're now we're now hitting sixteen hours. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you have your druids, which are like off tanks and all these guys with special utility moves, which is something I didn't understand because I didn't do D and D back in the day. So I thought if you just picked, a, I thought it was like any other game, you pick a character and you're going to just fucking be Uber-ish, you know, you'd survive anything. Mm-hmm. So I picked a fucking mage because again, underscored never picks the right fucking thing on any game. And he, I'm getting destroyed. Looks great. I can throw a fireball and ice. Fucking I'm in. Pick one, run out there, get the shit kicked out of me every single day. And then it, it wasn't until I understood how this worked that you, you had to find, you know, basically other people to play with mm-hmm. to make at least a lot of the harder stuff, um, you know, uh, actually passable. Played with, with, with three other buddies of mine. Um, one of them probably the most hardcore Warcraft guy I've ever met that would you'd never expect. Like he's a nurse, he makes a ton of money and stuff, but he still plays to this day. And at one point in time, he tried to convince me to get a, a horde tattoo. Like he basically basically was like wow. shopping around. <laughs> Be, well, again, I'm I play a mage man. We we stand pussy back while the barbarians and shit take all the damage. Um I did the same thing with that 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 tattoo. I was like, no, yeah, yeah, you get one. And then like, of course, I never got one. (laughs) So like, you do your thing. You're the big tough guy. Uh, I'm going to just be here and cheer you on. Almost fucking got one, kind of. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever get, like, how far did you get? Did you get a max level character? Uh, So here's the thing about me and Ben Bort knows. I don't care. So like, if... If everybody's start, and this is what ends up happening with WoW, if everybody's playing this game and it gets to the point where it's like a job, I'm out. I'm just totally out. Like I don't. Yeah. 
And that goes for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. If, if the level max at the time was 60, I got to like 45, 50 and went like, that's enough. I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I don't, I don't want to, what ends up happening. And, and I know you're going to talk about this later is, Oh yeah. You want the friends, you want the groups. So you join these guilds and these guilds will have days where they only will raid and stuff and they go after the big ticket items. You know, obviously mm-hmm. you want that dopamine hit. You want the, the new armor. You want to look cool. So they go after the big stuff on certain days. And if you're not there, some of these cats lose their shit. Mm-hmm. Like I was part of a group. So everybody needs a healer, right? So I have, I have a priest as my secondary character. And it got to the point where they were hitting me up so often that I gave my character information to my friend just so that way they would just leave me the fuck alone. Like they didn't know I wasn't playing just that way. I'm like, I didn't, I'm tired of getting messages while I'm out trying to have a good time on my own mm-hmm. about how I have to be at the here at this time. You know, they play on this, they play in this state. I forget where the fuck it was like Nevada or something like that. So the time difference wasn't really even there, but they have to play on this time. If I want whatever piece and I'm like, Oh no, if that's the case and I don't want it and I don't give a shit. My, my buddy opposite of me. Oh crap. We all have to get together on this day. Well, I better get together on that day. Cause I want the cool thing. Mm-hmm. I'm the reverse. I'm like, that thing is cool, but I have to do a thing for it first with you guys. Nah. <laughs> okay. That's understandable being a casual versus a hardcore player. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I already have a job, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I love the storyline. I love the lore. I, just, I loved all the characters. Like it's, it wasn't like I didn't want to, to to play it. I just didn't want it to be a thing where now this was my actual job away from my job. Mm-hmm. And there's, and you play other games. There's, you know, for that person that they've decided this is my game and there's nothing wrong with it, but uh, it's, you know, that's not, that's not me. It's like, okay, okay, we're going to do this. Thing. I'm like, we played this game six days in a row. Uh, tonight I'm playing Peckham. Yeah. yeah. That would never happen. And don't forget to catch Brett Baker on his fifth day of Dead by Daylight this week. No. Uh, so like it's, I play Red it, Dead Redemption it, during the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but but you can kind of also – I also well, I shouldn't say you, but I, I also 100% understood why this becomes people's lives because as you – obviously you make all these friends, you do all this stuff – um, if, if that becomes part of your routine of like, I'm going to be here every day, you're basically almost like having new coworkers, you know, it almost mm-hmm. becomes like, uh, better. This is now my other family. Um, I don't know if you ever saw Felicia days, the guild, it was like a web series, pretty, pretty good little web series, all based off world of Warcraft and that exact thing of like, I don't know if these guys are my friends, but I'm literally talking to them every fucking day it's it's mm-hmm. i can totally see it happening so we, we can go right into the expansion so for me most of my gameplay was what's called vanilla wow or wow classic when it became to the expansions i did have the the first i guess two or three i was still all in so they introduced burning crusade which basically was wow but with aliens me being an XCOM guy, that's my fucking language. You know what I mean? I had the uh, the nerd boner for sure. Like you're bringing aliens into my role playing game, fucking I'm in. Uh, but then Blizzard, being Blizzard, started doing the things that they do, where the stuff that made it unique, i.e., if you wanted to play as a paladin, you had to be this group. If you wanted to play as a shaman, you had to be this group. Well, they took that away and they they introduced these two new class, these two new races, I should say, and said, okay, well these guys can now be the opposite. Thing. So mm-hmm. now if you want to play a shaman, you don't have to, you know, pick a new side. And they started doing this a lot. It's the slow dumbing down, the slow casualness of the game, which actually turned off casual fans like me. Hmm. I think it was mainly a, a balancing thing. It was hard to balance if shamans were too strong on one faction. And then same thing with like paladins. It's hard to find that balance. So they they just like You sir well, are a blizzard apologist a- and a communist. <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to you any longer. <laughs> but what was your 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 take on the whole burning crusade thing man i completely skipped it <laughs> both burning crusade and wrath of the lich king just yeah i was so you told me it's this whole balancing thing you read that on a wikipedia motherfucker you didn't actually play oh, yeah. that shit that shit was not fun or balanced <laughs> but it had aliens so it gets a 10 out of 10 for me and okay. so then the next one um wrath of the lich king that's my empire strikes back 
that's for this game series. So when they did the alien thing, it was cool, but it was very, very whimsical looking. Lots of like bright colors and shit, like bright greens and stuff. They basically brought it back to something more high fantasy. I've improved the graphics, everything's sharper, and this killer storyline where they took the Lich King from the WoW lore, all the other WoW games, made him the main baddie. Basically, you were just you, you and your party was just out to get him. And in my opinion, they were at their height there. I think it was definitely its high point, especially if you were a Warcraft fan. Warcraft 3, you're like, oh, I want to know what happens to Arthas and the Lich King. So there was definitely a lot of hype behind it, waiting for that to happen. Dude, I so with my buddy, the RN, um, we went day one of the fucking game coming out because we wanted to get a, a, a like a special case and stuff for it. Um, we were there... I want to say it was like a midnight release or something. And I was convinced that we'd be the only guys there. hundred percent. I get there at Best Buy in Pleasant Hill and there's like six or seven tents out in front of the store where people were sleeping there. And then a line that wrapped around the block. Now, mind you, it was all nerds that looked like me or fatter. But at the same time, like it's, it shocked me. I'm like, I, I can't believe this. You guys draw that kind of crowd. This is like what you saw for Star Wars movies. It was fucking nuts. Midnight showing. <laughs> Everyone would be there. It blew my mind because I'm like, because you got to remember now it's now Lich King has come out and it's the kind of thing where I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's still a video game. Now you can download it. Who's going to go to a store to fucking pick up a copy of it other than me and my dumbass friend. And there we were with a bunch of other people. Yeah. I think the only midnight launch I went to was Starcraft 2. And there was like a hundred people all lined up outside the GameStop store. Nerd. <laughs> so no, that's, that's, um. So then that goes into Lich King then. So you got you didn't get into what until Cataclysm? Yeah, it wasn't until the next expansion. But I did find some fun facts about Wrath of the Lich King. <laughs> Not so much controversies, but just like interesting things that like for Blizzard, I guess, their decisions. Like one of the things is if you wanted to try Lich King on twenty five man heroic, the hardest difficulty, you only had fifty tries per week. After 50 tries, he wouldn't respawn, and you'd have to wait until next week to attempt it again. But they've they've never tried that again since. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know, but so originally in Vanilla Wild, the raids and stuff were 40-man raids, and they shortened it to 25 because mm-hmm. they found that the 40-man ones were basically as chaotic. And that's that whole Leroy Jenkins thing. Mm-hmm. They were as chaotic and stupid and nobody knew what the hell they were doing because you would get these guys who I don't even know how they were able to turn on their own keyboard. Like they were, they would be nuts. Mm-hmm. And I don't play this game in, as in a, any kind of hardcore way, but even I would be screaming at my screen yeah. in that same like, God damn it, Leroy, in that, in that same kind of like vibe, you know, like just so disappointed, like I'm their dad. Plus, I'm sure most bosses weren't too complicated, I want to say. But if you look at the bosses now in the last couple of uh, expansions, I mean, it's so complex in terms of like, you got to move when the boss is doing this ability. And then one player might get a bomb like put on him. And so he's got to either hold on to it for exactly five seconds and then pass it to somebody else. Like it gets really complex that so you got to like look up YouTube videos about it or read it on like Wowhead. You didn't really have YouTube at a certain point too, so you had to go to Game Facts. <laughs> you had to, you had to read uh, you had to read tech. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. I didn't I didn't think of it before, but Wow had that kind of issue too. There would be like all of because like all the characters have like um, they're all based off like races in the real world. So like they gave the trolls like these Jamaican accents. They danced capoeira. Um, they made the uh, the uh, what do you call it? It's the goblins that which are shopkeepers in the game and stuff. Um, they made them these very heavy Jewish stereotypes. But the oh, one no. that got picked on the most <laughs> were the nagas, as you can probably guess why. <laughs> which were these little frog guys with spikes. And so, like, I swear to God, like, day one, all you saw were guild names, like, Naga stole my bike, and stuff like that. And it's just... It, oh, do you, are you talking about Murlocs? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, 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 Nagas, the, I'm sorry. Murlocs are the little uh, mermaid guys. That's yeah, Murlocs. But yeah, it, it's, yeah, Murlocs are the other dudes. But yeah, the, I, I'll never forget that shit. Because the moment I saw it, I'm like, oh, oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> 
These are these are going to be the running what joke was, of the franchise. What was the uh, what was the magic one that we were making fun of? Wasn't there like a, a Jew elf or something? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was that's what the fucking goblins were. So, like, someone mm. will walk into the store and they'd be like, "Oh, potential customer." And you'd be like, "Oh no, oh no!" And then you'd leave and they say shalom, and you'd be like, "Oh no!" Like, and then, like, it, it, you know, obviously, since everybody's like a race kind of thing, so the Torin are their Native American stand-ins, oh, yeah. and these big guys who are shaped like bulls. They go to their missions, and everything is about like being part of the earth and shit, and like. It made you feel bad because, like, there's there was a, a specific event that was a um, a plague that spread throughout the entire game to the point where they had to shut down servers to stop it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those like you know, it got before COVID, it got comparisons to smallpox. <laughs> so like, here you have Native American Tauren fighting smallpox. Shit that happens <laughs> in these games is is nuts to me. But anyway, so after after Cataclysm, I. I believe it's it's mist of pandaria and that's when i really started playing because um, at the time i think it was one of my friends got into wow and i feel like a jerk because i wanted to keep playing but he would have to get off and i would keep questing and then he stopped playing wow i just like how that's he had a hard time catching masturbate up furiously. <laughs> he'd get off but then i would have to keep questing <laughs> Hey, what's that meme? <laughs> what's what's that meme uh, when you get off but she keeps questing? But yeah, eventually I hit max level and then I just did dungeons. And so, did you play as Al- Alliance or the Horde? The Horde. I was a Torn Paladin. Um, That's my man. And then That's my Naga. Yeah, I just kept doing dungeons because <laughs> at least at that point you could. Every time you completed a dungeon, you get justice points, which was currency that you could trade in for better PVE gear. And I like knew those dungeons like on the back of my hand, like super well. And even when I'd play with like some new players for dungeons, I'd be like, oh, you just got to do this and this. But eventually I just got bored doing them over and over again that I stopped playing. You're, you're better. You're a better dude than me. I loved PVP. I could give a shit if you couldn't figure out how to play this game. A baby could figure out how to play World of War. If you understood, I, I hit things with sword um, or I go sea world. It's, it's, so you know, world. Like, if Fish. you can't figure Ocean. that shit out, <laughs> <laughs> if you can't figure this out, man, then you're going to fucking die to a goddamn fireball from underscore. Cause there's just no way, you know, I'm not going to spend any more time. And then cataclysm, I want to say it was still pretty well regarded, right? Does, don't people still like that one? Cause I like the fact that it actually, I've never seen it done before in a game like that, where you just destroy a world, you know, and you still, you're still playing it. I, I take that back. Final Fantasy, what, 15, the online one? They, that, when that game released, it was so bad that they had a meteor destroy the, the world in game to re release the game. They need to do that in Grand Theft Auto 5. It's like, you need to just kill that game. It's that thing where it's like, when you're at a, when you're at a slot machine that you keep winning on, and you need to go, like your family's like, we gotta go, we gotta go to dinner. And you're like, I can't. I can't leave this slot machine. It keeps giving me money. And they're like, dude, we, we have to go. Like, we're going out for the day. We're, like, leaving the casino for the day. You're like, but I can't. It's I'm winning. That's how, that's Rockstar with uh, GT Online. They're like, but we're getting so much money. Why would we have to make a new game? Well, when, when did World of Warcraft come out? Like, 2004, 2005? 2004. 2004. And I remember everyone playing it into, like, 2000 and six it was when i started seeing commercials i'm like oh they got commercial money now well they got commercial money for guys like mr t and ozzy yeah. osborne oh, yeah. and shit in fact uh ozzy opened for blizzcon that year that commercial. oh yeah <laughs> uh, well you're making 12 million dollars a month or more you know <laughs> oh yeah like, yeah i i i'm i'm going to to shake through paranoid at least once <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like fucking yes all right rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i love you all <laughs> so i love about ozzy it's all about i am the prince of darkness the devil i love you i'm gonna kiss you all you're like <laughs> that's kind of mixed messages <laughs> 
for real, for real. He'll, I don't know if you, well, me and you know, but like, I don't know if you know uh, Shadow, but like, he'll have parts of his concert where he'll just be like, you know, you know, just like Brett saying, you know, a prince of darkness, devil, you know, jumping up and down. Everybody clap your fucking hands. I can't hear you. Then there'd be this pause and he'd be like, thank you all so much for coming out tonight. I just want to tell you all how much you mean to me. I'm like, no, you don't, no, you don't bite the head <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> Spit it into the audience and then go, I love you all. You're all beautiful people. He's snorting ants in Tommy Lee's urine. And then he's thanking everybody for coming to his show and how much it means to him. Jesus. Like, it's just, oh, God damn. I love Ozzy. Prince of Darkness. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, for real, like it's, there's nobody. You, have you seen him do his, his frog jumps? No. It, he has to hold the microphone stand. So he, he claps once, gets on his knees, Hops about three inches off of the air, <laughs> lands back down, stands up and claps. I don't know what that is. That's just that's just his thing, I guess. You know, well, his thing should be like, you know, drawing a pentagram in blood and like sacrificing a goat. That should be his thing. And, and, sorry, man. In any case, Mr. Pandaria is next, right? I have my timeline right. Um, and I remember, I know you're going to say, but it's when they introduced pandas as a main race and they're Chinese. And this happened to be around the time when Kung Fu Panda came out and everybody thought it was because of that, even though people forget it probably took like three fucking years to make that. What a yeah. horrible coincidence. Well, and they especially had an April fool's joke for the, for the monks. <laughs> and then fans were like, Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Can't wait. And they're like, Oh, um, well, honestly, I was joke. on the, on the side of everybody who, when it, when it came out, I went, Oh, you guys just copied, uh, not Disney, but whoever made it. You guys just copied the movie. Like, why would I buy this? That and apparently it was Spielberg? really good. It might have been Spielberg. DreamWorks. Yeah, I think it was DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I had that same reaction because, like, you know, I, even I'm a sucker for that shit where I'm like, oh, you guys just copied DreamWorks? We have no ideas. I mean, the Pandarans were just like an Easter egg in Warcraft 3. So they've been there for a long time. Sure. But to think, oh, we're going to make a whole expansion dedicated to them. That part just sure, sure. sounds like a big April Fool's joke, but became a reality. And the fact that they're pandas from Pandaria or from, from yeah, Pan Pandaria. I mean, that's, you know, you have to give me credit where I'm like, okay, there's, they phoned that shit in. What? <laughs> Somebody in a boardroom. What's the, what are, where are they from? They're from Panda, uh, Rhea. <laughs> Pandaria. <laughs> Well, we got to do something, though. I mean, DreamWorks has that movie coming out. I don't want it to look like that. What, what's there going to be their special move? Karate. <laughs> it makes sense with the uh, Dragon Flight since House of the Dragons was coming out. Uh, what was it that Shazam 2 movie had some big dragon in it? So they're like, oh, we should do dragons. So that makes sense. <laughs> they follow so, trends. So bereft of ideas. They're just like, look out your window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to call them uh, yeah. Dodge... Durangoians. <laughs> um, so after Pandaria, uh, Warlords of Draenor, I came back for that one. So that introduced, um, basically it introduced like forts and stuff. Uh, they call it ga garrisons is what they called it. Garrisons, yeah. Garrisons. So it, it basically introduced, you remember Baker, or, uh, Board how they're in Assassin's Creed? Um, they introduced like a, a system where like you had people run out and do stuff for you. Yeah, the Brotherhood. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same fucking thing, but you're in a, a garrison. You'd have all these guys run out and do like quests for you that you never see, and then they come back and tell you how awesome they did. Yeah. Wow, it was fucking stupid. Yeah, the only reason to do it was to make them because you can push the. Like you push the L two button at any time, and they'll just come out of nowhere and kill whoever you need them to see for this one, you know, you're basically building an army to do the, the, the quest lines, which were still pretty good. Although they did, they started to fall into that classic trope when you're out of ideas, which you introduce time travel. So like, it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, you can see the cracks, you know, you can really see the cracks. So guys like me who almost got a fucking tattoo, you know, we're almost, you know, we were been spent. So I don't know how much money at this stage on this game we're going, I don't, I don't know. Like this is starting to get a little goofy, you know? And, and I was all in on 
playing a mage. My dude was an undead guy. Obviously, he's got you know he's a skeleton missing a jaw, throwing fireballs everywhere. I'm like, this is fucking metal. And now we're here, where we're traveling back in time, fighting with pandas. You know, like it's not. I, I was it, they were losing me for sure. So uh, were you all in on the uh, the garrison thing? Um, I mean, it was fun in that sense that if you were like role playing. Because they're trying to create that feeling of like, oh, you're the commander of the Horde or the Alliance, and you get to lead these troops. But I guess in an MMO <laughs> situation, it's like, how do we do that? Yeah, and at yeah. the time, I think at BlizzCon that they were saying like, oh, you can choose what zone you want your garrison to be in. That turned out to be false. Horde was stuck in one specific zone. Alliance were stuck in another specific zone. And then it was really just you return, you chat with your NPCs, you design what buildings you want built within it. But then once you leave, it didn't really matter too much. Right. Um, I was able to get through that, like on release, played it, got through all the zones, but didn't have any friends. So once I kind of completed everything in that sense, I didn't really want to tackle dungeons again. Like I tried a few of them, but I was just like, eh. Just not that much fun. And so I stopped. And then uh, towards the end of the expansion, I had two uh, European friends that I was playing. I think it was Payday 2 at the time. And they wanted to get back into WoW. So I had to buy a separate EU account and had to buy (laughs) World of Warcraft again, essentially, in order to play with them. And everything was like, on like a half second delay. If I tried moving, it would take like half a second. So I had to be like ahead huh. of everything. I didn't know Europeans move that slow. It's it's not by much, but you will notice it when you're trying to do stuff and you're just like everything is on a half second delay for on, me at least. That's what you're doing when you're in the bathroom, you know. <laughs> but uh European. European. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I understood you. I right. gotcha. European. But that was where my friend really started getting me into the, the like the raids like oh this is like raid etiquette i guess you could say and that's when i so learned you, about again it becomes <laughs> a job yeah no, was, that, it becomes a job well, but it wasn't in that sense it was more of because they had raid finder where uh before you had to like sit in town and you'd spam saying looking for a group and you'd hope someone would find you you'd tell them what your gear level is and hope that you'd find a group. But now they had Raid Finder that Blizzard just made it where you just queue up, it'll find you other people also looking and just pair you up in a group. But I think what was controversial in Warlords was everyone had to have like specific add-ons, mods that you'd get from I think it was like from Curse uh, Curse Gaming's website, Curse Forge. And you would have Deadly Boss mod, which would tell you specifically, like, oh, use a defensive cooldown to reduce your damage because the boss is about to do a powerful attack. Or it would tell you, go stand over here on this specific marker and soak this attack. And and so groups See, like... That, that just shows the difference between me and you. Because for you, you're like, I don't want you guys holding my hand. For me, I'm like, oh, you guys just put my game facts on the screen? It's yeah. Rad. Well, yeah, it did. <laughs> Where ask, should I be? <laughs> well, it did ask the question that it was like, mode on. What? I mean, it does ask the question like, is it more fun to you know experience it the first time, figure it out as a group, or oh, everyone has to have these add-ons? It'll tell you how we're going to beat this boss. And if the you, second one, the second one, hundred percent, then you're just going to get kicked out of the group. That that part to me kind of ruins things where even Blizzard probably didn't intend on it happening, but the community kind of forces everyone to do it. But especially since at this time, Discord had started in 2015, and so people could actually communicate because Blizzard didn't, you'd have to type everything out unless you probably had like Skype, you would require everyone to communicate or what was it? TeamSpeak, I think is was common at that time. Ventrilo, there was Ventrilo too. I only know Ventrilo because uh, there was a dude on YouTube in its early stages that he would uh, upload all the times he was harassing people. It was called Ventrilo harassment, and he would take soundboards and just 
just destroy people. Just be just be playing Arnold. Just get down. You know, like at like <laughs> oh, I remember those ones. Ear yeah. abuse levels. You know, and they're like, who the hell is that? You know, <laughs> he's like somebody. Somebody's joined the chat named Arnie, <laughs> <laughs> or like Duke Nukem. My favorite is uh, the clip from The Mask where he pulls out the horn. It's like, oh, God, he blows up the guy. So he would just play like an endless loop. Oh, <laughs> just go into people's voice chat and just keep doing it. And then he'd kick him out and he would just join as a different uh, different user. But I was saying at, at, at that time, it was getting close to the next expansion, Legion, which was 2016. And so I forgot Legion was a thing that that was where my friend got me into it and was really like teaching me the end game content. We get to Legion, but yeah, Legion was where I played like so much of it. I was so addicted now that I had like friends to play with in a guild. Um, but yeah, soon the, the guild drama was to happen. But before that, this is where like people kind of, I guess regarded warlords as like a bad expansion, but Legion changed a lot of things that made it. So people, I guess really got back into wow. Some of the stuff was like world quests, which were basically just daily quests, but it didn't require you to go find the NPC, collect the quest, go to the area, do the daily quest, then come back, turn it in to get a reward. Instead world quests would just show you on the map saying, Oh, go over here, do this thing. As soon as you finish it, you get the reward right away. So it was like a faster way huh. to do dailies. See, here you were making fun of me for liking the game facts on the screen, and there you are getting your hand held. Bet you feel pretty stupid. <laughs> Making it easier for casual Gatto hypocrite. <laughs> but, uh... And then, so Legion, I actually missed. I missed Legion. I missed Battle for Azeroth. You poor uh, soul. Did I? Yeah, no, I did. <laughs> actually, fun fact: uh, Legion was supposed to be next instead of Warlords of Draenor. The game director, oh. I, Ian Isaacostas, he's at one of the BlizzCon said, "Oh yeah, Legion was supposed to be next, but then they decided Warlords of Draenor was a better idea." <clears throat> Yeah, we heard there was a guy named Underscore who we had to make his brain explode in anger every fucking day. <laughs> we're, we're a billion, billion dollar company, so fuck that guy. <laughs> we're releasing what we're going to release. Um, and then uh, I, right. I, came, I did come back for, for Azeroth. I just, I don't remember it as well. What I do remember was everybody, honestly, I didn't care, but... Everybody was mad when they basically turned uh, Sylvanas Windrunner heel, which is like one of the oh, big sorry. characters in there. Wait, we're already moving oh, to BFA. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, no, no. Did you still have more on Legion? Oh, well, yeah. I was going to, let's see, in my notes. Is it because like, it's your favorite? Uh, one of the favorites. Is this just for you? Is, is this just <laughs> Shadow Time? Uh, not too much. I was going to say, like, I guess. I was just going to talk about, like, the guild method. Oh, I know you're going to talk about it.